In this week's parasha, in Parashas Vayishlach, the Torah tells us that when Rachel Yimenu passed away, Yaakov Avinu buried her, on the road to Ephras, uh, which is known as Beislacham. And then the Pasuk says he did something unique, never mentioned in the Torah before, and only mentioned actually much later in Tanakh, ever being done again, is he made a matseva. He made a monument, uh, a headstone. He put up a monument on her grave, and then the Pasuk says, That is the monument, or the headstone, to Rachel's gravesite till today. So why did Yaakov Avinu build this monument? And why do we build monuments? And what does the Torah mean to say it is the monument of Rachel's grave until today? What does that even mean? And, and why is that important? There's a lot of history, actually, surrounding the current place where we have Kever Rachel. The location was verified by the Arizal, uh, because at the time that the Arizal got to Eretz Yisrael, the, 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 the site had been already forgotten and uh, destroyed. So he recovered it and he verified this is it. This was the, the, the location of uh, Kever Rachel. And uh, you should know that he didn't verify that many places. There are many Kibbutz Tzadikim that have other kinds of Messiah, but this, that's a very, very uh, important piece of information that that, Kavarachal, is a very clear Messiah that Darizal uh, gave over to us. But it's clear that the place was known and marked throughout the ages. The Ramban, in his parish on Chumash, says that he, when he moved to Eretz Yisrael, which he did, he visited the gravesite, so he knew where it was. Uh, and there was a there was a matzeva there. There was a headstone there at that time. So in the Middle Ages, it existed, and there are other testimonies from Rishonim that it did exist throughout the Middle Ages. And there's different descriptions of what it looked like, whether it was one big stone or it was eleven individual stones. So that may have changed. What we have today is not the 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 rock that Yaakov Avinu put down there, but it is a uh, the whole building. I mean, you can't now you can't even see that anymore because of the security. But the way you know the famous image of the rat with the cupola that was built by Sir Moses Montefiore in uh, the eighteen late eighteen hundreds. It was built and rebuilt many times throughout the ages. It was, it was always marked and it was always uh, venerated as the place of of Rachel's burial spot. But one thing everybody does seem to agree on is that there was never anything written on the stone. It was just a stone. And we always know a headstone, in our mind, is something with an inscription, right? To us, that's the whole importance of a headstone. It says who's buried there, it says something about them, it says when they lived, it says who their children are, or, or so on and so forth. So this headstone, apparently, had nothing written on it, it was just a headstone. Now, what's interesting is that we know, through Chazal, that, and it's quoted, quoted by Rashi and Pashtoichi, a very famous Chazal, that the reason why Yaakov Avinu did bury her there at Bederach on the way, he didn't even bury her in a city, he didn't bring her into Eretz Yisrael proper, was because that was going to be the way that Klai Yisrael was going to be taken into Galos by Nebuzaradan after the destruction of the first place of Mikdash, and they were going to pass Rachel Imenu's kever, they were going to stop Davin, and Rachel Imenu would beseech on their behalf, Takadosh Baruch Hu, Rachel Mavaka Al-Beneha, and Hashem would say, Veshavuban Gvulam, that Klai Yisrael will merit being redeemed in her zchus, right? So it could, you could say that Yaakov Avinu therefore had to put a headstone there so everybody should know where Rachel was buried so that they would be able to daven when they pass by. But it says, It sounds like the purpose was not just for that one-time event. It was forever to be there as a Metzavah's Kuros Rachel. Uh, there is an interesting, fascinating, fascinating shot I saw of Shalom Shvadron quotes his father that he said that when someone is buried, eventually their body decays and even the bones decay and there's nothing left. So it's not really accurate to say that the headstone is their headstone because they're not there anymore. So it just remembers them, but it's not their headstone. But by Rachel Imenu, she never suffered from jealousy. 
she always she gave up everything for on behalf of her sister. And even when it says she was jealous, Rashi says it just means that she wanted to emulate her Maisim Taivim. So she was never jealous. And the Pasuk says, Rekev Atzamis Kinnah. The only thing that destroys a person's body is jealousy. She did not suffer from jealousy, so her body is whole and pure. So it actually is Matzebes Kuras Rachel Ad Hayoyim. It is truly her headstone till today because her body is still full and, and uh, not decomposed. An interesting shot. But... The Pasik Pashat Psat Psat and the Pasik certainly is is that it was established as a place that we should know that Rachel is there so that we will be able to daven and introspect there forever, which is clearly what the Pasik is trying to tell you. And now if you've ever had this chus of going to Kabir Rachel, you would know that it's a place that's charged with emotion and it's very easy to connect to Hashem there and to really daven with Kavana. But I think that the Pasik is teaching us a deeper, more important point about davening at the Kever of any Tzadik or Tzadikas, and specifically at Kever Rachel. There was a Hungarian Godel. His name was Rabbi Huda Osod Zatzal. And uh, he lived about 150 years ago, and he was a prolific author. We have a number of swarm of his, brilliant swarm. So he writes that essentially, Rachel could have been buried in Maras HaMachpela. Uh, there was no reason why Klal had to walk past Bethlehem, Dafka, to get to, uh, to Bavel. Hashem could have uh, seen that they walk past Maras HaMachpela just as easily. Uh, they're not that far from each other. They're quite, cl- quite close to each other, Bethlehem and, and, and uh, Hebron. So there is that, that he, he, he could have just as easily made it that he, she was buried in uh, Maras HaMachpela and then Klayasol would daven with all the Avis, right? Why just one? Why specifically Rachel? Let them daven with this, uh, the, at, at the burial place of all our Avis and Imahis. But he says no. He says it was important that Rachel should be buried separately, individually, so that Klayasol know that it's Rachel's chos that's getting them out of Gaulus. Why was it important that they should know that was Rachel's chos that was getting them out of Gaulus? He says because it was her deeds and her actions that they needed to learn from. It was her being Mavra Midaisev. It was her giving up everything for, for her sister. It was her for being totally uh, given to someone else for the sake of someone else. So that my sister shouldn't get embarrassed. Klaisra had to know not just that they were davening at Rachel Imenu, who was a tzedekah, and Hashem would listen to her. They had to know why she was being answered. They had to know on what merit, so that they could emulate that, and they could learn from it. And that is what gave them the true schus of davening at Rachel Imenu's kebra. If she would have been buried together with everybody else, they would know whose schus it was that they were saved. It's all the Avas and Imois. Each one represented something different. And they needed to know that this was it. This is what's going to redeem them from Gauls. <clears throat> and he explains the Pasik, and this is a beautiful explanation. He says that Yaakov Avinu established a headstone on her grave, but he didn't inscribe it at all because it wasn't necessary for him to write the deeds and the actions of Rachel and her qualities because everybody knows that Rachel speaks for herself. And he learns the Pasik that way. It's a beautiful chat in the Pasik. It says that he, said, he learns the Pasik that Yaakov put a headstone on her grave. And he, he meaning Rachel herself, is Matzeves Kuras Rachel Adayim. The Rachel herself is the true headstone of her gravesite, not the stone. The stone is just we should know where she's buried. But the actual headstone that testifies who she was, her, she herself testifies to it. Because everybody know, learns the Torah and knows what the Torah testifies about Rachel Imenu's actions and deeds and her tzitkis. And that was the purpose of the headstone, that Klaesol should go there and that's, this is forever, that we should go to a, a kever of a tzaddik. And, and, and it, whenever we go to the kever of any tzaddik, it's incumbent upon us to know something about that tzaddik, what that tzaddik represented, what his qualities or her qualities were, what their deeds, what their tzitkis was. 
and be inspired by that. And that's the schus that connects us to that tzaddik, and that's the schus that we have that that tzaddik can then beseech HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, look, my, 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 my children, my nation, my people, they're learning from me, they're emulating me. Then they're worthy of being saved in my schus. They're emulating you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, through learning from me. And that's the point of davening at Kever Rachel. It's not merely that it's the Kever of a tzaddikus. The whole point of that Kever was to teach us that lesson, and it was such an important lesson when Klaus was going into Gauls. Now, they didn't get out of Gauls until another 70 years. But what it taught them was that over the next 70 years, look out for each other. You're going to be in Gaulus, be there for each other, give up for each other, sacrifice for each other, and then you're going to get out of this Gaulus. It's going to be through learning from Rachel that the Rachel's, Rachel's chus will be able to help you. Emulating Rachel's deeds will, is what the Matzeva was really there to teach us. Have a uh, good night and a good Shabbos. Thank you. Thank you.